Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 1373, Stocks, part 19, How to Think About Money, part one, by J.L. Collins of jlcollinsnh.com. And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. This is the show where I serenade you with the sweet sounds of personal finance knowledge from some of the best blogs on the planet, with the author's permission, of course. And if you didn't know, we actually have a bunch of shows covering different topics like health, relationships, and personal development. Just search for Optimal Living Daily wherever you get your podcasts to check them out. Now, today's post, it's called Stocks, Part 19. I read you Part 23 back in episodes 1324 and 1325. And like last time, I'm breaking this one up into two parts. So there will be a part one today, and then we'll finish up the rest tomorrow. So let's dive into the first half of part 19 and start optimizing your life. Stocks, part 19, how to think about money, part one by J.L. Collins of jlcollinsnh.com. Level one, it's not just about spending. Get yourself a nice, crisp $100 bill or 100 pounds or 100 euros or any of the bills pictured in this post. Now prop it up, or them, up on a table in front of you, or in your imagination, and give some thought as to what it means to you. For instance, you might think about what you could buy with it right now. $100 buys a very nice dinner for two at a good restaurant, a fancy pair of sneakers, a tank of gas for your big pick-em-up truck, a few bags of groceries, maybe a nice sweater, I don't know. I don't buy much stuff, so this is hard for me. I did just buy a $119 L.L. Bean bed for my dog. It's going back. He won't sleep in it. You might think, hmm, I can invest this money. The stock market returns somewhere between 8 to 12% a year on average. I could spend that each year and still always have my $100 earning more for me. Or you might think, but inflation and market drops are a concern. Hmm, I'll invest my $100 but only spend 4% a year. Any extra earnings I'll reinvest so my $100 grows and the money it throws off keeps pace with inflation. Or you might think, I'll invest this money and I'll reinvest what it earns and reinvest what that earns and years from now, after the power of compounding has worked its magic, I'll think about spending. 
You can probably come up with other variations, but looking at these, it's easy to see that one view will keep you poor, one will get you into the middle class, one will elevate that a bit, and the last will make you rich. Consider Mike Tyson. Mr. Tyson was one of the most intimidating and formidable boxers of all time. Few have mastered the sweet science better, the dismal science not so much. After earning some $300 million, he wound up bankrupt, a lifestyle reputed to cost some $400,000 a month didn't help. And as is always the case with the suddenly wealthy and financially unaware, I'm sure he was surrounded by sharks looking to bite off chunks of that fortune for themselves. But the root problem is he apparently only understood money in terms of buying stuff. I don't mean to pick on Mr. Tyson. I'm not nuts after all. In this, he's not alone. The world is filled with athletes, performers, lawyers, doctors, and business executives and the like who have been showered with money that flowed right off of them and into the pockets of others. In a sense, they never really had a chance. They never learned how to think about money. It's not hard. Stop thinking about what your money can buy. Start thinking about what your money can earn and what the money it earns can earn. Once you begin to do this, you'll start to see that when you spend money, not only is that money gone forever, so is the money it might have earned and the money that money might have earned and so forth. Clearly, none of this is to say we should never spend money. Rather, it is to fully understand the implications when we do. Consider buying a car for, let's say, $20,000. For even the least financially sophisticated, it should be obvious that if you buy the car, you no longer have the 20 grand. I sure hope so anyway. But distressingly, it appears that most people don't understand that in choosing to lease or borrow money to buy the car, they're basically saying, geez, I don't want to pay $20,000 for this car. I want to pay much, much more. My guess is that if you're reading this blog, you're already more financially aware than most, and you get that. Debt makes anything cost more. Level two, consider opportunity costs. But what you might not have considered, and what I'd like you to look at today, is the concept that even paying cash, that car is going to cost you far more than $20,000. There is an opportunity cost to no longer having that money available to work for you, and it's easy to quantify. All you need to do is select a proxy for how the money could be invested and earning for you. Since I'm forever talking about VTSAX, let's use that. Since VTSAX is a total stock market index fund and the market provides average returns of eight to 12% annually, we have a tangible number to compare. Let's use the lower end of the range, 8%. At 8%, 20K earns $1,600 per year. So your 20K car actually cost you $21,600, but that's just the first year. And of course, you're suffering this opportunity cost every year. Over the 10 years you might own the car, that's $16,000. Now your $20,000 car is up to $36,000. But that's really still understating things. We haven't even considered what those annual $1,600 chunks could have been earning themselves and what those earnings could have been earning, and what those... Oh, should you not already be depressed enough about all this? Remember that the 20,000 is gone forever, and so is the 1,600 in lost earnings year after year with no end. Expensive car. 
You have probably heard of the magic of compounding. In short, the money you save earns interest. Then you earn interest on the money you originally saved plus on the interest you've accumulated. As your savings grow, you earn interest on a bigger and bigger pool of money. It's a beautiful thing. One of the beauties of being financially independent is that by definition, you will have enough money so that the power of compounding is greater than the opportunity cost of what you spend. Once you have your FU money, all you need to do is make sure you continue to reinvest to outpace inflation and keep your spending below the level your stash can replenish. But if you're not yet FI and you see this as an attractive goal, you will be well served to look at your spending through the prism of opportunity cost. Level three, you'll hear that in tomorrow's episode. You just listened to part one of the post titled Stocks, part 19, How to Think About Money by J.L. Collins of jlcollinsnh.com. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there. And keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage. Simple, affordable, reliable. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I've found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. I love me some J.L. Collins. The man just spews out financial concepts and money mindset hacks so eloquently. I think this post is a great reminder that money is always going to be able to work harder than you can. So a key pillar in building wealth is to invest early and often. It also reminds me of the key distinction between being rich versus being wealthy. I think being rich is about having a high income and using it to buy external markers of success. But being wealthy, that's much more about having a healthy gap between your income and expenses and investing that gap in assets that will make income of their own. It has very little to do with material possessions and to a certain extent, a high income. You'll also be far better off in the long run if you focus on building wealth versus getting rich. Just look at Mike Tyson. He was rich, but far from wealthy. 
JL encourages us to stop thinking about what our money can buy and instead consider what it can earn. Another way to think about this is that you're always buying something. Either you're buying stuff or you're buying a little bit more freedom and options. Well, that should do it for today. Have a happy rest of your day and a great weekend. And I'll see you in the Sunday show tomorrow where we'll finish up this post and where your optimal life awaits.